in three, two, one. That was wretched. I'm not off to a good start in 2019 with my clapping. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and you're not <laughs> off to a good start with your encouraging in 2019. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast. You're home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? Man, I'm cruising in the new 2019. I am awesome. How are you? I'm great. This is our first episode of This Week Today of 2019. It's really exciting, buddy. It's a whole new year of platinum level content. It is. It is. I don't know how we can top platinum level content, but I can promise that at least we're going to continue delivering platinum level content. Well, golden shovels up, buddy. Let's do this. Next. Well, let's get things started and take a look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. I will get things started. Yesterday was National Disc Jockey Day and National Cheese Lovers Day. Man. That sounds like a pretty crazy mashup. <laughs> yeah. We, like before, we've tried to combine days. I don't know how you would combine those. Yeah, that's a pretty tough one unless you put like, you know, cheese wheels that they were spin on the cheese wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just move on. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So today is most importantly Martin Luther King Jr. Day, but it is also National Hugging Day and National Squirrel Appreciation Day. And Chris, I don't know about you, but I do not appreciate the squirrels enough. So today we're going to celebrate that. And this is a combination that you can make where you can go out and hug your squirrels. Hug your squirrels and hopefully they don't hug your face off. Yeah, hopefully they don't claw your face. Right. So, so just appreciate them by giving them hugs, but also guard your face. Right. Hug at your own risk. And tomorrow is National Blonde Brownie Day. And Adam, I've never heard of blonde brownies. I heard she was a very nice lady. <laughs> oh, zing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm down for that. I'll eat a blonde brownie. Absolutely. What a backbend that joke was. Yeah. <laughs> That's moving right along. Uh, Wednesday is National Pie Day. So, Chris, what pie will you be eating to celebrate this day? Banana cream. Banana cream all the way. I'm down with you on that one. I also like coconut cream. Coconut cream is also delicious. Yep. All right. Well, Thursday is Beer Can Appreciation Day. I'm down with that. There's some classic beer cans that they used to come out. Pretty cool. And I, I think that day combines very nicely with the next day. I agree. And that next day, Friday, is National Florida Day. So <laughs> I guarantee you that there will be beers enjoyed and beautiful weather to go along with that beer can in Florida. And perhaps we'd like to also combine it with our last day of the week. You can finish your week of celebrations on Saturday by celebrating National Spouses Day. I have a proposition for you. Yes. What if you bring your spouse to Florida, get a babysitter, and let the four of us hang out together? <laughs> well, I don't know if I can pull that together by Saturday, but I, I like the uh, the idea behind it. <laughs> Next. Well, with that, let's turn our attention to this weekend, history. I love history. I'll kick things off. This week in 1879, this is a curious note, Adam. Chief Dullknife makes his last fight for freedom. 
Well, obviously, it's his last fight because it was his last fight. <laughs> <laughs> but this, when I read this note, this reminded me of the horrible tragedy that happened at the Pillow Fort. If they made the fort made out of pillows? Yes. I feel like if your name is Chief Dullknife, things aren't going to go well for you. Right. Because if, if that was for some awesome reason, that's definitely something that's always going to get lost to history. Yeah, he needs to like team up with Chief Sharpening Stone. <laughs> Whetstone. <laughs> right. Or as it's pronounced, Whetstone. Yeah. Either way, those guys need to yeah, collaborate. Gu- guaranteed, he like probably killed a predator and saved somebody's life with his dull knife. But as it's lost to history, it's just going to be like, what kind of a loser <laughs> right. can't keep his stuff together? <laughs> he was so ill-prepared that his actual name was Chief Dullknife. <laughs> yeah. It was before the Boy Scouts. So they weren't always prepared. <laughs> he came to his fight with such inferior implements <laughs> that his name was Chief Dullknife. And that was even before they had guns, you know? So, like... <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, moving on. I've just run out of Chief Dull Knife jokes. <laughs> oh, dude, I've got plenty more. We can keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but moving right along in 1935, the first canned beer goes on sale by the American Can Company in partnership with the Gottfried Kruger Brewing Company. So that cool. goes right along with the celebration of the day and uh, sounds like a pretty interesting thing. And I feel like American Can Company is like your generic, basic, you know, like that'd be like the writing pen company, you know, and they sell writing pens. <laughs> right. Well, in 1957 this week, toy company Whammo produces mm. the first Frisbees. Yeah. And, and what a long lasting tradition that turned out to be. No kidding. Well, in 1971, Charles Manson is convicted. Obviously, he was a terrible orchestrator of death <laughs> <laughs> but he hung out in san francisco so maybe he uh, maybe threw a frisbee or two whammo all right in 1979 this week the dukes of hazard premiered on cbs always a classic that was a classic and actually my neighbor down the street had a general lee no kidding yep that's pretty amazing all right well this week in 1984 hulk hogan beats the iron sheik to win the first wwf title which i think is amazing that is amazing all right this week in 1986 this one's for you keith and Derek. the chicago bears beat the new england patriots in super bowl 20 by a score of 46 to 10 now was that the year of the super bowl shuffle Yes, it actually was, unless that was the following year, but it was around that time. Yeah, I feel like it was 86 or 87, but, uh, well, you know, in your face, New England Patriots. <laughs> Clearly, so much in your face. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a tough one, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, in this year, in 1998, Ted Kaczynski pleads guilty. He was obviously responsible for a 17-year campaign of package bombings attributed to the Unabomber. I don't think I realized that that was, I feel like, so soon ago. That was 20 years ago now, or 21 years ago. I also didn't know that he was on a 17-year campaign of that. Yeah, I don't, I just thought, I always think of this as, like, early 90s, late 80s, but no, it's 98, man. That's crazy. Next! Alright, Adam, well, with that, let's move on to the news. Play the jingle for the first time in 2019. <laughs> And I'm sure to your delight, Adam, guess what we're doing today? Yes, quick hits. Sorry, Keith. Quick hits. (laughs) News quick hits continue in 2019. (laughs) Okay, so first, 
Adam, an update on our story about the ATM found in the woods. Oh, I was wondering about this. All right. Well, I have an update. Perfect. So this story was originally brought to us by intern Dave Champa. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. So the sheriff's office solved the case late Wednesday afternoon. It turns out the blue money machine, which sat alone in the snow, was put there as a joke. A joke? Yep. It says the owner said she picked the ATM out of the trash. She put it there as a joke to her neighboring property owners. That's really interesting. Wait, she picked it out of the trash? I don't find ATMs in trash, though. Well, that's what it says she found it. It says it's not clear how the woman got the machine or whether there was cash inside it. Deputies said it was unclear whether the prankster would be charged with littering. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't remember how rid- I don't know if you remember how ridiculous the sheriff was in the original story, but he continues. And I'm going to do this in an accent. Okay. I could have charged them with littering, the sheriff said, but I probably won't. <laughs> That's exactly the correct accent you need for that because <laughs> I, actually I should have laid it on more quick, a little little uh, heavier, a little, a little thicker. I could have charged them with littering. The sheriff said, but I probably won't. <laughs> As a resident southerner, I can tell you that, uh, yeah, that's 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could have gone that route. Yeah. So I'll do that with the next quote. I would probably want the owner to come and get it and dispose of it more appropriately. That sounds more polite and gentlemanly. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, his two quotes were, I could charge them with littering, but I probably won't. And then follows it with, I'd probably want the owner to come and get it and dispose of it more properly. Oh, come on, man. That was a prank, dude. Like, I mean, littering. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, can you come get this now? It's over. Yeah, no problem. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like, like I could do it. Lighten up, pal. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for our next news quick hit? Can't wait. All right. This story takes place at the Hacienda Healthcare Facility in Phoenix, Arizona. Sounds promising. <laughs> There's this woman lying in a hospital bed. That's not good. No, we're already off to a bad start if you're that woman. (laughs) (laughs) And there's some staff members, I guess, out in the hall or wherever, and they hear the woman moaning kind of loudly as if she's in pain. Uh Uh-oh. So they go in to check on her. Would you like to guess what they discover? Yes. Okay. I'd say that she's probably in some sort of pain. Maybe she fell off her bed. No, good guess. No, the answer is she was giving birth. Oh, what? Yes. Except the reason why this is extraordinary, Adam. Yeah. First of all, the staff had no idea she was pregnant. Well, that's obvious, like, from the fact that it's a news story. Right. And there's no way they should have suspected it because she was in a coma. Oh my, whoa. Like, I hope she got pregnant before the coma. She's been in the coma for at least a decade since a near drowning incident left her in a persistent vegetative state. Oh my gosh, what scumbag. Yes. So I think I think you understand what I'm implying. Oh my gosh. The authorities are investigating a likely sexual assault. Did we have to follow up on this one? <laughs> I've got to know what they've come up with. Hacienda Healthcare did release a statement that included an immediate ch- change in policy, which I'm glad. If a male staff member needs to enter a room of a female patient, they need to bring in a female employee with them. 
So obviously that's a good idea going forward. But also, and I think this is kind of a fascinating note, the good news is is that the baby is alive and healthy. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, like, I'm really glad for the baby. I am also infuriated that somebody did that. Seriously. But it, first of all, that's horrible, and whoever did that is a horrible monster. Yeah. But I also find it very interesting that a woman in a coma can become pregnant, carry a baby to full term, and then deliver a healthy baby. Yeah, no, that is pretty fascinating. I mean, like, there's... You know, like, the tragedy is, aside, like, if you could just separate sure. the two and just kind of think of the science of it just for a moment, that's kind of nuts. Well, and what a, what, a, what a crazy series of events, because every pregnant woman I've ever met has, like, issues they go through in their pregnancy. So that means this right. person you know, kind of navigated, didn't have any major problems, you know, that was known about. And, you know, somehow, like you said, carried to full term and delivered a healthy baby. That's insane. Right. And it, it doesn't mention how old the woman was. So I don't even know if that was a factor, but still, um, I mean, a horrible thing to happen, but also really kind of a really interesting and fascinating thing that, that occurred. It's morbidly fascinating, but like that poor yeah. child, like, you know, like it's, it's, it gets worse the more you think about it, you know? Yeah, I know. I thought of that too. And that is really terrible. All right. Well, <laughs> hard to transition from that. Yeah. How do you, what's the phrase there? We, we, need, we need a turn of phrase. <laughs> are, are you ready for our next quick hit? <laughs> yeah, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We're, we can do this. It's 2019. That's right. New year, new us. We are capable of successfully transitioning. And here we go. <laughs> Adam, have you ever thought to yourself, if you swallow a Lego, how long will it take to exit? Oh, that's a good question. I guess it depends on the size of the Lego. So are you saying you have or you have not asked yourself that question? Well, you know, I have I have not previously wondered that. <laughs> well, University of Melbourne researcher Dr. Andrew Tagg and five other, as described in the article, fearless pediatricians decided to take a couple of Lego heads for the team so they could answer that very question. I feel like as weird as that is, it's probably a very valuable thing to know. Right? Like your first response is, okay, that's ridiculous. But then if you have children like I do with three of them, six and under, you're like, I definitely want to know how long it takes to pass (laughs) the Lego. (laughs) This is a practical issue that's relevant in my home right now. Yeah, currently we face this on the forefront every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, but seriously, my boys, six and four have Legos on the floor in their room all the time. Oh, yeah. And now I have now I have a 14-month-old that is crawling quite competently that's in the room all the time. Mm-hmm. So I need this answer. And so I'm glad that this was done. Yeah. And so it says, based on their stool hardness and transit scores, and don't miss this, Adam, their found and retrieved time oh. scores... Which, that's an acronym. Would you like to explain to the audience what the acronym is for found and retrieved time? Fat. That would be fart. <laughs> it would be fart. So, so based on their stool hardness and transit scores and their fart scores, the average journey in this small sample group was, how long do you think it takes to pass a Lego head? Three days. 1.7 days. Dang it. I was going to say one day. 
Apart from one unfortunate pediatrician who still hadn't found his lost yellow head for two weeks after two weeks of searching. Oh, you wouldn't find it, man, because, like, you know, you just you didn't dig through the right boulder, you know? <laughs> yeah. So when you add it all up, they concluded a swallowed Lego wasn't a huge concern, but according to Dr. Tag, although the majority of items children swallow pass through, some can be dangerous and parents should remain vigilant. Yeah, keep a keep a weary eye out for Lego ingest, <clears throat> ingesting. Yeah, for sure. All right, Adam. Unfortunately, even though we got three stories in, we ran out of time for our next story. Ah, dang it. But I will read the headline, and it comes from our friend Casey Jones. Perfect. Casey, thank you for your submission. Band tries to crowdfund the killing of their drummer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so metal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so sorry, Casey, we ran out of time, but we will make every possible effort to get to it in a future episode. Every single one, brother. All right, Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners. When we return, we'll wrap up today's show, and before that, birthdays. Perfect. Right after this. This week's episode is brought to you by Party Scooter, the world's leading festive vehicle. Justine, party buses and yachts are a thing of the past, and Party Scooter is the future. Have you ever wanted to celebrate on a two-wheeled lazy motorcycle? Yes. Make out in a side carriage? Blast the sickest tunes all the way down the neighborhood street? Yes. Then Party Scooter is for you. We simply link up anywhere between 5 and 40 scooters to create a party chain that'll get you shaken all the early evening long. Simply call 1-5-5-5-Scoot-Me. That's one triple five. scoot me Party Scooter. Trade in your party hats for Hellmats. <laughs> well, I'm sold. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. For more information about party scooters, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Next. All right, Adam, how about some birthdays? And I will start us off with Charles Barkley. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> can I just say like how much I, I, I realize that I've despised him for most of the time that I've known about him since I was a child. And I was really happy uh, whenever Miami basically booed him out of the city when the when he was down here uh, announcing the finals. So <laughs> good riddance. So you're not a Charles Barkley fan. Not a Charles Barkley fan. Uh, now I don't care so much, but but then I didn't. So what you mean is happy birthday. What I mean is happy birthday, right. He's 56 today. And today is the 40th birthday of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, happy birthday. Who's uh, Who was and still is quite attractive. Yes, timelessly beautiful. And as a very immature college student, we used to refer to part of her body as her Jennifer Love Hewitt's. <laughs> Super mature, bro. <laughs> right. Okay, well, tomorrow, Chris, is your favorite and mine, Dr. J. Julius Irving turns 69. Giggity. Giggity indeed. All right. Well, on Wednesday is the 36th birthday of comedian Aziz Ansari. Funny guy. Very funny guy. And on Thursday is the 81st birthday of Nike founder Phil Knight. Do you know what the word Nike means? I don't. It means victory. Oh, no kidding. In what language? I think Greek. 
Huh. Yeah. Did you know that I've stood right outside Phil Knight's office? I did not. How long was the police response time? <laughs> I was there by invitation, Adam. <laughs> you do have a pretty interesting life, bro. I did. I got to do. I got to go on a private uh, tour of the Nike campus with my cousin. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, Friday, Chris, is the 70th birthday of our dear friend Ric Flair. Now, I think you can give us a woo for that, can't you? No, actually, my, I've tried the Ric Flair, Ric Flair woo, and it's terrible. So I was actually going to lean on you for the for a woo. I can't. I'm still recovering from a sore throat. Oh, no. You used to do all some right. good woos. Yeah, I'm not up for a woo. Yeah, all right. I, I think the thing about the woo is, is that if you're not confident you can do a good woo, don't even try. You, you have to abandon all hope of doing a woo. Well, even though I can't issue a woo, I'd still like to say, Rick, happy 70th birthday. Agreed. I'll join you in that. All right. How about some born this week, but now dead? <laughs> it never gets old to me, man. I love that. No, it is fantastic. Thank you, Clay. All right. Today we have two people that were born on this day, but now dead. <laughs> the first it, uh, died 25 years ago at the age of 27. Today he would have been 52, and that would have been Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain. Yep. Yep. And secondly, this person died in 2006 at the age of 44. He would have been 57. Steve Irwin. Oh, such a tragedy, bro. Yeah, that was a bummer. Actually, for both of those. Yeah. Well. But especially for Kirk Cobain, who died in that trip and fall. He did die in a trip and fall. Yeah. Actually, there's a conspiracy that he was murdered. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's actually no joke. That's true. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So it's either, I laugh it's, about it's, it for some reason. Right. Well, every time in the radio station down here, every time somebody says the word Cobain, Kurt Cobain, they would always do like the shotgun clicking sound. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It was That's very brutal. poor and dark humor. Right. It's pretty brutal. That is pretty brutal. <laughs> Jeez, man. I know. Next. All right, Adam, let's get 2019 started off right by celebrating the 20th anniversary of the most creative, most effective anti-drug campaign the world has ever seen. That's got to be D.A.R.E. Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Or McGruff the Crime Dog. It's not, but let's have a listen and find out. Hey, kid. Would you like some drugs? <laughs> the first one is free. Want to check out my van? I got some candy. Hey, kid. Want to join our gang? Spray <laughs> paint under a bridge? No! No! Bug off, man! I'm going roller skating! I want to be addicted to roller skating, not crap. Because <laughs> we roller skate today, we will go to college tomorrow. Prison is full of people that have never roller skated. I'm Brad Armstrong, owner of Roller Kingdom in Reno, Nevada, keeping your kids off the streets I say no to drugs. I say no to games. I say no to unplanned pregnancy. I say no to meth. I say no to reefer. I say yes to roller Man, this roller kingdom is really putting us out of business. You suck, man. This deal sucks. But you know what? Maybe we should give up this life of crime and start roller skating. You know, I, I feel like somebody should have done that at karaoke night right after the STD rap. 
<laughs> you know, I well, like how the simple solution to like you know basically getting off drugs is roller skating. I think if that's not going to keep kids away from drugs, nothing will. I know it's a lost freaking cause. Not this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Not dare. It's the 1999 roller skate roller rink. That's correct. Next. All right, and we'll finish up with this. This is compliments of our intern in charge of jokes, Scott Remfrey. A man walks into a psychiatrist's office with a zucchini up his nose, a cucumber in his left ear, and a breadstick in his right ear. He (laughs) says, Doctor, what is wrong with me? The psychiatrist replies, You're not eating properly. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, classic. Next. All right, Adam, that brings us to the end of another episode of This Week Today. But before we go, is there anything you'd like to promote today? I would like to promote us for a happy 2019, you know, the Gravity Beard and the Gravity Beard Interns Facebook group. I would like to promote my soon-to-be-released partnership with Carrie on the Feast on History podcast. Get the name right, Keith. Feast on History. It's on a show. On History. Yeah. On History. It's a show about all of our delicious and favorite foods and where they came from. So be looking forward to that. It comes out very, very soon. Yeah. If you do, if you use the wrong preposition, you get a totally different show. And you don't want that. Yeah. You don't want that. All right. If you're not in our Facebook group, please come join us there. We'd love to have you. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. It's full of adults acting like children. The number for the hotline is 321-465-2180. You can find our show on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. You can find me on another fun show called Life is Messy with the lovely and talented Sarah Stapleton. It's a short format show like this one where Sarah and I take a humorous look at navigating adult life one topic at a time. You can find it anywhere quality podcasts are sold. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at podfix on Twitter. Chris Brayton of More Gooder Than and me of this show would like to invite you to listen to Podfix Presents. That's a show put on by the collective talents of the Podfix Network. Currently, Chris and I are doing a week-by-week review of the NFL playoffs. It comes out every Wednesday from now until after the Super Bowl. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. We also used The Only Girl, both by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Tove. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Pot fix like a mother. show is this these guys have gotten into like some weird experimental phase <laughs> <laughs> i like their older stuff better <laughs>